That disastrous job report is a warning that it better be heeded for the sake of the economy. Hello, I'm Steve Forbes, and this is What's Ahead, where you get the insights you need to better navigate these turbulent times. Experts had confidently expected that a million or more new jobs had been created last month, but the bombshell report released on Friday came in at only 25% of the anticipated number. Never before in the history of these labor market surveys had there been a miss of this magnitude. Contrary to what Biden administration officials said, the fault was not structural obstacles brought on by the pandemic. After all, employers around the country are increasingly complaining about their inability to hire needed workers. There are almost 8 million job openings, and that number is rising. Rather, the causes were the result of mistaken government actions, if not reversed, we're in for serious and unnecessary economic troubles. The most immediate barrier is that President Biden's $1.9 trillion stimulus package that he pushed through Congress is paying those who are not working $300 a week above what they're already receiving from state unemployment benefits. Moreover, the first $10,200 in unemployment benefits are exempt from federal income tax. Biden's bill also had other goodies, such as extra child payments. The result is that literally millions of people are getting more by not working than they would if they re-entered the labor market. That would have made sense a little over a year ago when you didn't want people to be looking for work. You wanted them to stay home. But conditions are different today. Now, certain states are taking matters in their own hands. The governor of Montana announced that the state will stop these federal payments for its residents in June. Combined with Montana's already unemployment benefits, which are generous, those who are not working receive the annual equivalent of up to nearly $45,000 a year. Arkansas and South Carolina have declared they'll also pull out of the federal program at the end of June. Indiana, Arizona, Florida, and other states have indicated they will follow suit. Another factor is the teachers' unions delaying the full reopening of in-class instruction, even though there's been no scientific justification for not doing so. Mothers, particularly from low-income families, have to stay at home to take care of their kids. Only 54% of kids today are going to school full-time, and many state teachers' unions are threatening that they will block full-blown reopenings this fall. Longer-term threats to a sustainable economic recovery are the White House's proposals for big-time tax increases, which will hurt needed investment to upgrade and to expand existing operations, not to mention to start new enterprises, and for gargantuan spending schemes that will lead to inflation and higher interest rates. With widespread vaccinations and lockdowns being eased, government perversely is the biggest threat to future prosperity. I'm Steve Forbes. Thanks so much for listening. Do send in your comments and suggestions. I look forward to being with you soon again. Music